To the Extreme ECW live cast. This week is episode 22, and we are covering ECW Hardcore TV episodes 46 and 47 from March 1st and March 8th of 1994. I'm Mike Pru, along with JV. As always, JV, how you doing? I'm doing, bro. I'm living. I'm still alive. <laughs> Hanging on there. After two weeks, I'm still here. Life <laughs> yeah. is good. I know. We're trying to downplay the whole fucking shit that's going on because we want to bring you wrestling. We don't want to hear about all the other bullshit they have to deal with. And we all have shit to deal with. And believe me, this is my break. I don't want to fucking talk about anything that's going on that's making me go crazy all fucking day long. So I'd rather just go crazy about some ECW wrestling. Hopefully it's good. So it doesn't make me lose my mind. And I think it's going to be a good little break because I got to talk to my best friend, JV. Talk yeah, this, is, this is basically an outlet right now. <laughs> that's really it. But that's what we want to do. And that's probably why you're tuning in. Get a fucking escape from the... It's not bullshit. It's reality. It's what we're all dealing with. But if you fucking put your headphones on... Plug your earphones in, you know, whatever the fuck you got, you get to hear something different than what's going on in the world. Believe me, I do it all the time. I have to. T- I got oh, a new. Yeah. I got, I got a new puppy. I don't know if I said this on this show yet. May have said it on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. May have said it here two weeks ago. But I made the big mistake. Not a huge mistake, but you know. We adopted a puppy, which has actually been a huge thing going on during this time, is people adopting puppies. And we figured, that eh, our dog died last year. Our oldest dog, 12 years old, died last year. And we have another older dog still around, AJ Boy. And he's 11. So we said, all right, let's get a new dog while we're going through this. And AJ's old enough to be like, fucking warden of the house, like, hey, fuck up. Shut the fuck up, little puppy. (laughs) (laughs) So, we got one. But, every time, like, getting to my point is that I'm gonna let this puppy out. I gotta let this puppy out the shit, piss, like, all the time. Because it's non-stop with a puppy. And I non-stop put my headphones on and go out and listen to some podcast. Like, whether it's like 30 seconds or a minute, I can't go outside and just fucking 
walk a dog on a leash and let him shit and piss. I need to hear something. Yeah, so, <laughs> I'm listening to a podcast. So that's what keeps you sane, right? Those walks, which are very constant. Right. Middle of the night, I'm sure. Sometimes you just <laughs> or is it past that yet? No, not not at that point, but <laughs> but just to put that out there. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, we can provide that for you. All right. So, anyways, don't want to fucking get all in the muck with that. So, thanks guys for listening, and as always, BTT Army strong supporters and DV. We're back at it. It's ECW, the Extreme live cast and we're heading into march march 1994 so we're getting closer and closer to the time that eastern championship wrestling becomes extreme championship wrestling all right so as always thank you btt army thanks for all the support we also just want to make sure that you check out the bottom line wrestling cast the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin that JV and I cover every week, every Wednesday. That's a baby right there. Yeah. That's 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 our show. And this is fun to do. You know, obviously if you listen to us, this is fun to do. And on the Steve Austin show, we are breaking down his career all the way back from late ninety five, all the way up to the point where we are now heading into two thousand one. So we're we're almost wrapping up. It's we probably have, I don't know, a year of podcasts left to do. So you need to jump in there and check out those episodes. So please check that out. And that's all I got to say about what we got to cover. But JV, you want to get into this? You want to get everybody set up for some extreme championship wrestling, some Eastern championship wrestling? Yeah, March 1st, 1994, ECW Hardcore TV on your WWE Network. It's a 43-minute and 30-second episode. And, um, you know, you're going to want to get to 0000. And uh, we'll give you a little bit here to get situated. And then return it back to Mike to uh, start the countdown. All right. So lay up there. And if you need to pause, just pause. I'll give it the countdown, three down to one. When I say play, we'll all click play. Three, two, one, play. All right, we get out presented in the most complete form possible due to original production difficulties. And here we go. We got JV's favorite music playing here. Oh, yeah, The Rock. No, this ain't The Rock. I forget now. They've had so many different fucking opens. I don't know which one they I like keep anymore. switching. Yeah, we almost need to n- not accept any of these openings. Because they're all bullshit. They change them every week. I don't know if that's a network thing. Eh, whatever. It's not a big deal. I, I think it's gotta be a network thing. Or, or this is how they got the well, whoever they acquired this audio from in video. Yeah, yeah they might not have been ECW, I guess. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another there he is, Joey. Joey Styles. Hey, Joey. I'm Joey Styles in the Eagle's Nest. I am the 
Do you want to lay out for this? In some audio? Yeah. Alright, let's lay out. Mike Awesome will see the newly reborn, a man who has who's once again found the killer instinct that brought him to the top of the wrestling world. I'm talking, of course, of the Superfly Jimmy Snooker and our feature match right here this week on Eastern Championship Wrestling. The television champion, Sabu, first time back on TV in a couple of months, will defend his television title against the sensei, Pat Tanaka. Now, right here last week in this very same ECW arena, the ECW Tag Team Champions, Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmaniac, destroyed the up-and-coming tag team known as the Young Dragons. In fact, the referee had to stop the match because the Dragons were deemed unable to continue. At this point, to, uh, out of nowhere, the Bruise Brothers entered the ring and attacked the champion Sullivan and the Tasmaniac. As this went on, to everyone's surprise, Flyboy Rock Rock and Johnny Grunge, also known as the Public Enemy, followed the Bruise Brothers All into right, the ring. All right, I think we can jump in here, JV. Yeah, I think so too. We have uh, the Public Enemy, the Bruise theme Brothers. We, we aired last time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The end of our episode. So we got a big tag team battle brawl going on. Between Public Enemy, the Bruise Brothers. Yeah, and there's going to be a number one contenders match. It's going to be a big shot coming up. What was the name of that Public Enemy song we played at? Uh, I forgot. It rocks the pot? No, that's not it. No. In search of the contracts that would reveal who would be getting the shot, the title shot, at Kevin Sullivan <laughs> and the Tasmaniac, Saturday night, March 5th, at this ECW arena. Anyway, Joey Styles is built on up at this March 5th match. And, oh, all right, let's listen to they are. Public Enemy. Their hats. Actually, we did see this last week, so we're not going to pause out for this. But look at them, just fucking acting like goofs. Rocco and Johnny Grunge looking through the tables, trying to find some information. But they can't find anything. <laughs> Johnny Grunge is. The Bruise Brothers. We beat the Bruise Brothers one, two, three in the middle of the ring. These guys are the stars. Of all the tag teams that we've been watching, this is the team. Yeah, they gotta get the next title shot. Well, those two thugs won't have to break into any more corporate offices because I can tell everyone... That's the first legit team in ECW. Uh, I have to agree. Like, marquee right. team? Sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, every other team has been like a hodgepodge of wrestlers. If anything, and I don't even like this team, Ian and Axel Rotten is at least a team. But nothing else has come along prior to that as being a team. The Bruise Brothers just showed up at the same time, so I don't count them. 
They're not an ECW team. And from there, the winner must go on to face the ECW Tag Team Champions, Kevin Sullivan. And the Even Kevin Sullivan and Tasmaniac. I don't buy that team. No, because we know that they... Yeah, I guess. I think a lot of this... Hindsight. Because it's like, yeah, it's like hindsight that we have right now. Yeah. Well, I think our hindsight is still correct. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Look at this fucking guy. JV, talk shit about this guy. I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> I've run out of things to say. Look at this here. It's fucking potted yeah. in the middle. and He's in the shower. He definitely has a unibrow <laughs> that he shaves in the middle. I do, too. <laughs> do you? Well, I shave it. I don't know if I have to, but I shave it. That's different. He looks like he has, like, a legit fucking <laughs> unibrow. Like, strong. It's Todd Gordon. Put his fucking map of the USA behind him. Let's do a um a time check here. Sure. What do you got? Uh, six, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. All right on. All right. Nice. You really let me count there, buddy. I know. Because I had to get it up. Oh, I had to get it up. Actually, I'm like a second off, I think. <laughs> That's nothing, though. Mr. Hughes. Should we be playing Todd Gordon here? Winner of that match will fight again. Yeah, I think we're going to just let him roll out here. Managed by woman. As they go after the ECW Tag Team Title Championship, what a show! Oh, that's not enough. You want more? How about Sabu? The team Todd Gordon's fucking the line shit. As he and his yeah, he is. I like him. He's a great figure here in early ECW, '93, '94. Can you believe it? We're only a month away from being full year covering ECW. Whoa, wild. Whoa, 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 wow. crazy kids. You remember that show? Nickelodeon? Of course. <laughs> it ruled. Nickelodeon used to have all the good shit. Double Dare. Are you afraid of the dark? Oh, that was the best. That was the Mecca. Uh-huh. All right, so he's just listing off matches. We're going to do a TV taping right back at the He's fucking going nuts here. Come Saturday night, you save your ticket sub $5. That's right, half price for those of you who come Saturday night. Fair price. He's going to give tickets out for free to all members of the ECW Special Hot Club. What a guy. What a guy. <laughs> I've seen that when I look through the listings of ECW shows. Is that ECW Arena, all tickets free. <laughs> Like, everyone got it for free. That's crazy. But they made money because it, they had a TV TV deal. So, why not just let everybody in for free to make your TV look big and then yep. make, make the money on the TV deal? That's the whole thing. It looks better. It's a better presentation. Exactly. So it doesn't matter if you're losing money at the gate. With the TV deal, and you're making better money anyway. Alright, so it's a match we got here. 
Oh, we got a big match going on here now. We got Jimmy Snooker, the Rockin' Rebel, and the Pitbull versus Tommy Dreamer, Salvador Belomo, Tommy Cairo. Yeah. Good shoes, dude. Brutal. So this match was actually recorded on the night of the the night the line was crossed, big show. And everyone's kind of lazy. <laughs> Sal hates to see food go to waste, he says. Yeah. Good line. What is, is that, no, that's not Snuggle, that's Pitbull, all right. I can kind of see the resemblance from a distance and in, you know, grainy-ass quality. Right, didn't it look like Snuggle for yeah. a second? Yeah. If, that's what Snuggle would look like if he wore that type of wrestling attire. It looks like Snuggle's son. I don't know what any wrestling attire is called, tights? Um, that, that would be tights, yes. If it's just the like underwear, that's trunks. Like pants are called tights. Underwear is trunks. <laughs> oh, Pitbull's looking like Snooker's son here. And I hate to ask you again, but I don't think you watched Dark Side of the Ring yet. <laughs> no, I haven't. It's not, um, I don't think it was free when I went on Vice, so whatever cable package I have, it wasn't included. Who's your cable provider? Comcast, but I just think the package I have. 921, something like that? Well, I went to On Demand because I never, I don't know the airtime. Oh. And, I don't know, maybe I can catch it when it's, like, on the TV, because I have the channel, but when I tried to play it on demand, it told me it was going to charge me, like, 10 bucks for a season. Oh. Whoa, you must not. That's weird. Shit. Well, this past week was the Snooker episode. About the, the death to his girlfriend. That many people think he was in, that he did. Killed his girlfriend. Back There's in a Von Eric one too, right? Yeah, Von Eric one was a. Uh, I think the finale of the first episode, first season. Oh, a hell of a show. Nice leg drop by the Pitbull. Nice. Yeah, it was. Cairo's up. Jason is there, kissing his, kissing his, his bicep. <laughs> All right, so you got Tommy Cairo and the pit bull going back at it right now. Nice slam by Tommy Cairo. Oh, that was nice. That was nice. Actually getting some wrestling in the ring here. Tommy Cairo's wearing fucking jeans, it looks like. Yeah, he's wearing fucking jeans. Got some wrestling tights. Underneath the jeans. He tags in Sabaloma. Sabaloma comes off the ropes and does a little kick to the gut. Nice headbutt there. Oh, he's in a rhythm right now. 
Nice, nice chain of attacks here by Sal. Very vicious, relentless here. He's working on the pitbull, but I hate to say the pitbull's looking weak here. Yeah, you want this guy to look strong? He looks He's looking overpowered. Looks bigger than everybody. And he's just being manhandled. Belomo tags in Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer just works on him easily. Doing some simple tag team maneuvers here. Twist of the arm. Tag the partner in. He breaks on the breaks on the arm. Well, Pitbull broke away. Tagged in Rockin' Rebel. Arm drag from Tommy Cairo. Rebel runs away. Joey Styles is talking about psychology here. And Rockin' Rebel is afraid to deal with Sal Baloma. Fuck Rock, Rockin' Rebel. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Ooh, Joey Styles making fun of Rockin' Rebel's outfit. Should be making fun of Sal Baloma's outfit. That looks like shit. How long is he going to wear that fucking Halloween costume? It's been almost two years. There's Tommy Dreamer. Get in there. That's who I want to see. Tommy Dreamer and the Rockin' Rebel going at it. Tommy Dreamer and Jimmy Snooker. Well, yeah, when you get a chance, you got to watch that Snooker documentary. That's, that's going to change you. I've heard about it and read about it before, so I, I think that's one I'll, I will like. I like those kind of like, <laughs> go figure, no pun intended, dark side stories. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're dark sides. <laughs> so. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, and I, I listened to a podcast, which, which is the like behind the scenes of the dark side of the ring by the producers. And they do it with Conrad Thompson. And they talk about, like, what they had to cut out and what they weren't allowed to put on because they only have 45 minutes for it and shit like that. So you get more background into it, too. And they were kind of upset that they couldn't do two hours, like two episodes of it. Because they were only allowed to do two episodes for one show. They did it with Benoit. Oh really? Yeah. Why, who makes that type of the, restriction? The network, Vice. Ah. Basically decides what they can do. So they just That's go along the, with it. It's got to be one of their biggest shows, right? Oh yeah, it's got to be. It's like their breakout show. Other than that, they're doing shows about people like smoking weed and fucking like bullshit shows. Go. They go used to, to be really good. Like good investigative journalism and shit. I think there's still a lot of that, but there's a lot of just like culture bullshit shows. But I think this wrestling show is their biggest the hit, hit, their highlight. Yep. Yeah. It's their best produced show, definitely. Alright, so at this point, we got Snooker and Sal Baloma going at it in the ring. Oh, 
This match is actually happening the night before the night line was crossed. So, although this is the March 1st, 1994 episode, it's from early February. It's from February 4th, I believe. <laughs> because ECW tapings were only once a month. And it would be a weekend. It would be like a Friday, Saturday. Yep. At the beginning of every month. And all the shows would be based on those two days. Snooker wants revenge on Dreamy here for kicking out of the yeah. Snooker Splash. That's right. He walked away with the W too, right? That's right. Dream was the first to, the first to kick out of the Splash. At least in ECW world. Much wow. Which is awesome. Because fuck Snooker based on everything I just said. Killed his wife. But killed his girlfriend, and he had a wife. That's the other sneaky thing about the story. Oh, his girlfriend died. Oh, yeah, he was married at the same time. And then he just tries to act like, uh, oh, I don't know how to speak English. Kind of guy. <laughs> Pisses me off. <laughs> Who is the legal man? Who is this? Earl Hebner in here? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Figure it out. Oh, man. Come on. Get this shit going on here. Tommy Dreamer wanted Snooker, but he got the Pitbull instead. Now he's going nuts here. Dude, it's crazy how much Zack Ryder I see in Tommy Dreamer. Tommy stage in his career. <laughs> well, I, Zack Ryder probably wish he had the career of Tommy Dreamer at this point. I bet you Zack Ryder made a hell of a lot more money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did. <laughs> You're right. You are right. Uh, I, I doubt that. And you know what? Zack Ryder is probably very proud of his career just because of like how organic he actually got his shot. Organically, he got it. Like through his YouTube channel and all that shit. Like, he's got a WrestleMania moment under his belt. Yeah, and how comfortable has his life been, too? Yeah. Did I mean, he ever have to worry about money coming in? No. No. You know, not as being a professional, he never had to worry. Whereas Tommy Dreamer was grinding, worrying about money coming in for a long time, in his 20s and in his 30s, where Zack Ryder basically had it made throughout those years. Yeah, absolutely. So, so it's a different story. So while... You'd be ah, Zack Ryder, he lost his job. Well, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, and I take back what I said about because Tommy Dreamer's career did, did grow organically, too. Like, he worked from the bottom. You know what I mean? This is. He did, but he wasn't making India, big money. His promotion. Right. It wasn't secure. It's been a struggle. Hey, we didn't mention Hunter Q. Robbins out there. I think Hugh Robbins is at ringside. <laughs> He's not worth our time anymore. Look at this old dude. He looks like our old shop teacher, Bernie Como. <laughs> Bernie? Who? Who does? Behind him with the sign. The guy behind fucking Hunter Q in the crowd. Watch. Oh, he's sitting down now. You'll see. He'll stand up again. He's He, he looks obnoxious like that. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, we're almost tagged in. 
And, oh, stand on the drop kick. Wow. He does that he, every once in a while. Athleticism. <laughs> headbutts. Hey, headbutts. everyone gets oh. headbutt. Oh, a headbutt to Snooker should mean nothing. Because yeah, he's from the island of the Fiji, Fiji Islands. Yeah. <laughs> so. Just ruined this whole lore. Yeah. Samalano's clearing house. He's actually a really Yo, good worker. No, he is. Yeah. Uh, we've said that before. Oh, know, but we haven't we, we haven't seen him in like a prominent match like this in a while. Is this a win? I thought the ref counted three. Sounds like they won. Tommy Cairo. Sal Balomo. Yep, they won the match. But now the Hills get back in. You got the Rockin' Rebel. Pipple. Jimmy Snuka beating the shit out of Sal Balomo. Pouring a great victory. Oh, Jason's going to come in. Fuck this guy up. Somebody fucking... Oh, fucking even... Urkel's coming in the ring now. Oh, God. Shit show in the ring here. It's a shit show in the ring here. <laughs> Did I sound like an old-timer? No, not at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Rock and Rebel. This guy sucks. Fuck Rock and Rebel. Fuck yeah. Jason. Look how crazy I just cut. Is. I just want to cut his fucking mullet off. Snip, snip. Little off the sides. Little off the face. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, here he is again. All right, let's listen to a shitty promo. Maddie in the house. We all know Hawk is one of the biggest, most famous wrestlers of all time. Here I am. I'm going to interview Jason. What do you think of Road Warrior Hawk as a... Now, as I was saying, what do you think about Hawk as a man? What's the matter? Are you trying to antagonize me? Absolutely not. Ugh, here comes a fucking I shitty promo. Yeah, fuck it. Let's not let's, play it out. No, let's play out for it because it's so bad. All right, all right. I understand the fact that you don't like me. Not too many people do, and I really don't give a damn. But for you to try to antagonize me by mentioning that, 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 He's a fucking Walmart brand Rick Martel. Yeah. I think I said that last week. Did you? Last episode. Probably did. But if not, you got it. <laughs> what is that? I don't understand. You and Hawk, you know exactly. You know exactly. You know exactly. This guy's whole personality is his haircut. Imagine if he shaved his head. He says the same word over and over again. He said that 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 that, and he said exactly 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 over and over again. <laughs> Guess we're talking over this promo because he sucks. Yeah, what kind of shirt is that Maddie Mouse has on? It's pretty cool. 
It's like way above its time. It's like a fucking dark ass punk band, like a heavy metal band. <laughs> say rebellious soul or rebellious skull. Yeah, it's like yeah, it says yeah. Southern Skull, Rebellious Skull. No, nobody wants a skull that fucking falls in line. You know, rebellious one. Look how intimidated he isn't being right now, and he's trying so hard. Oh, you think you're gonna wrestle, Jason? Jason is caught in a promo. Yeah. Oh, he sucks. <laughs> you think? You think? Oh, he's gonna rip his shirt off like he's flailing right now. Exactly who I am. You remember this neck, this head that you almost decapitated? That's like peak physical condition for me. Yeah, me too. But <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you. You're on TV all the time, buddy. <laughs> right. Do better. Work harder. <laughs> I think he does actually get better as the years go on. You're gonna see him. Yeah, you're gonna see him in a few years. He's fucking like tight. He's gonna. Fucking goatee, thin, bald, like almost a bald head. <laughs> like <laughs> Jason's gonna change in a bit. But that's what we're watching here for. To see all these changes. Changes. Time to change. Changes. Gonna make that better place. That's the only lyric I know. <laughs> Time will change me. <laughs> this promo sucks. Yeah, this is brutal. <laughs> Hurry up, Jason. Fucking finish this promo. So we can stop Did he just say I don't care if you're 270, 5 foot 5? Did he fuck up? Oh, he's taking shots at Paul Ellering. Paul Ellering? He's not even around here. I think that's what he just said. All right, I, I watched the fuck close caption, and that's what came up. You're watching with Paul. You're watching with captions. I watch everything with closed captions. I usually watch TV with captionings, but not this. Ah, uh, everything. Uh. I watch like shows like Walking Dead with captions because I want to know the names and shit. And they all talk very fucking low in that show. Right. I'm like, look at me at the bridge. And all the zombies are there. Get him, Carol. How long is this fucking promo? Hurry the this fuck up here. Sucks. This is too much time. Out. If I get a job at WWE somehow, randomly. And I got to edit for them. This is this is getting removed. March first, nineteen ninety four. I I applied for a job a bunch of times. This episode will be fucking six minutes shorter. Yes, cut the whole fucking thing out. Matty be like fucking shut up. Man, his back hurts because he's got to stand and hold the mic while this guy does a bad promo. I wish we could talk to Maddie in the house. He probably has great information on uh, early ECW. He's probably hella cool, too. I bet. I can't find anything. I've looked for him, but he hasn't, like, done anything. 
talking about ECW. And I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to get you in the ring because Hawk, my friend, that bald spot you have in the middle. This is still on. Personally, He's even talking about Hawk now. Like he's gonna kick Hawk's ass. He's going to rip his fucking horseshoe haircut off. Is that what he just said? Yeah. But my new friend, I have a big surprise. All right, so Jason point. has a surprise. So yeah. At this point, Hawk and Al are probably like, "Please, WWE, go sign us. <laughs> yeah. We want to come back. They got us working with this guy, Jason." <laughs> Maddie in the house, yeah, I guess he doesn't like Hawk, and I guess Hawk doesn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Maddie in the house, I guess he doesn't like Hawk. Spoke <laughs> for all eight minutes. That was, that was the eight minute gist of it. He doesn't like Hawk. Hey, that's it. Because Maddie in the house stopped listening. All right, but back to Joey here. Trying to put over that shitty promo But now. this adds an entirely new dimension to this Saturday night's matchup when Road Warrior Hawk goes one-on-one -on -one with Jason's roughneck, Mr. Hughes. It's one I won't want to miss. You know, on an entirely different note, Funk's few good men, the bad breed, Axel and Ian Rotten, whatever you want to call them, they're one hell of a tag team. But they used a recent ECW television taping as an opportunity to take a cheap shot at the TV champion Sabu, while 911 was nowhere to be found. Saturday night may be Funk's revenge, but right now it's time for Sabu's revenge. As Sabu teams up with his handler, 911, to face the bad breed in what should be a most heinous beating. Well, we're ready for it. Wait a minute, Sabu is broken free from the gurney. Paulie is rushing behind him. Here comes the gurney anyway. All right, looks Sabu, like Sabu and 911 against the bad breed. Ian and Axel Rotten, the shitty nasty boys. One of the many names we've come up for them. <laughs> this is also from February 4th, 1994. But holy fucking shit. Sabu is just a maniac. Sabu reminds me of my new puppy that I have. He just, just fucking jumps around. Disregard to everything. All right, no let you out, let you out of your cage. Fucking jumps off the couch. No fucking disregard to anything. Fucking starts biting shit out of nowhere. Like holy shit, no shit you need to handle. No shit you need nine one one to fucking calm calm you down. That's funny. That's, That's a what good taboo is. It's a fucking dog without. Any fucking manners. <laughs> it's a puppy. He's a puppy. Yeah. It's a puppy. <laughs> He's a puppy human. Oh my God. See, fucking ah, great spot though. That's a classic spot for Sabu. Just to do a backflip off the second rope into the crowd. Take it for granted now seeing that spot, but that's rare. Back in 1994. 94, I would never see anything like that. Back in March of 1994, I was watching Owen Hart bitching at Bret Hart that I'm your brother. I'm sad, you know. You think you're better than me. <laughs> that shit. That's what I was seeing in March of 94. Oh, what a hip toss to Sabu from. I think it was. It wasn't Ian. It was the shitty, shitty rotten. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Ian, this is the shitty Ron. The Ron shitty. <laughs> what a rotten name. Oh! 911 gonna do a double? Double choke. Double choke something? Come on! Do it! Oh, you can't do it. And how do these. He's this... just gonna strangle them. Hey, what kind of editing is this? Because. <laughs> Act. Ian was just outside of the ring a second ago. Like, literally. Seconds ago. Because Sabu just hit him outside of the ring. Then, just moments later, both of them are in the clutches of 911. And 911 chokes them out. And the match ends there. No one's listening to the bell. It might as well be like the school bell at recess. Yeah. You guys are going to come in. It's like, we're all fucked up on our sugar our parents gave us for snacks. <laughs> oh, Sabu's continuing. On Axel Rotten, he does a leg drop. That was a nice spot, though, to put 911 over. He fucking basically choked out the new, new breed. Now we get a big re replay here of the match. Some good spots there. Sabu hitting Ian Rotten. Sabu getting hip tossed by Axel Rotten. You got the 911 choking out both Rottens. And Sabu hits that leg drop. Man, eh, nothing's fucking solved there. But they're promoting that this week Sabu's going to defend the TV title against Mike Awesome. Oh, let's listen to Shane Douglas and Cherry. Fucking shitty Miami Dolphins hat. I see broken bones. I see scattered bodies. And I'll be more than happy to prove to you exactly who the franchise is around ECW. Tonight, I took the living legend so-called self-proclaimed Terry Funk, and I beat him right in the center of the ring. I took Sabu, the crazy man of wrestling, and I ass in the center of the ring. I sent them both back to the dressing room, Mr. Gordon. As a result of that, I want you to declare me right now in front of this TV camera, in front of the entire world. They love beating this shit to the, like a dead horse, huh? This promo doesn't get old. <laughs> hey, yeah. I like the way he says sort. 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 This is cool. So, the music. <sighs> so, the music Sorry. that's supposed to be playing at this point is Lenny Kravitz. Are you going to go my way? If you oh, do. Nice. Got to. Gotta go my way. <laughs> Whatever the now fuck. It, now, now it sounds like <laughs> it's like a ripoff. Are you gonna go my yeah. way? <laughs> it's like background music in Sons of Anarchy episode. <laughs> Jacks get the guns. <laughs> it's not a bad song. It's just not. Yeah. Are you gonna go my way? <laughs> yeah, it's not fucking Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> it's more like. <laughs> It's like Lenny Dutcher did this. <laughs> Lenny Dutcher. 
How you gonna go that way? <laughs> How you gonna go that way? <laughs> so with that said, this is gonna be our break music coming up. Lenny Gravitz, how you gonna go my way? We gotta play the real song. Oh, sleep a hold. Big headbutt there from Terry to Sherry. Oh, the triple headlock, triple sleeper. This was this was good. Yeah, the night the it's line the was best crossed. Thing we've covered since. Yeah, uh, the, started. Yeah, the biggest match. This is the match that really got ECW over at this point. This is still better than current day SmackDown and Raw. Oh yeah, we're sure. watching. Well, of course, with nobody in the fucking place. No, even, even, before before that, crowd, even before that. Even that. before that. <laughs> I get more entertainment value out of this. This arena could have nobody in it. The matches would be better. Yeah. Like, there might as well be nobody here. This is better. <laughs> Which is what I kind of think of AEW. Oh, like, I love that left hand. AEW. Big left hand. Oh, Jane Douglas just tosses the fucking. So disrespectful. Oh. Ooh, we, we've seen this is the third time we've seen this. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, it is. Shane Douglas throws the belt in Funk's face. He gets pissed off, slaps, and they stop brawling. Doesn't, doesn't it look like they're in the hallway of like Whites of Westport? It does. <laughs> Whites <laughs> of Westport. Yes. <laughs> Whites of Westport, or Venus the Mile in Swansea, Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now they're hyping March 5th. It's that simple. Oh, woman. I love my woman here. Shit, I thought we saw this match last time. Oh. Alright, so it's Taz and Sullivan against the Bruise Brothers. And this match is also from February 4th, 1994. Fucking Bruce Brothers. Yep, there they are with that shitty stage. Bruce Brothers, one of the shittiest teams ever. Come through. Eli and Jacob Blue. The Blues Brothers. They had a fucking match at WrestleMania 11. Against Lex Luger and the British Bulldog. That sucked. Yeah, we did see this, dude. Yeah, we saw this. I played this last last episode. But the problem with this is that this episode is coming right before the next taping. And they didn't have any tapings for a month. So they just decided to fucking play this again. So here we are. This shit again. So we know Sullivan and Taz will keep the titles. <laughs> Those fans trying to get like the biker cage back in order is funny. I mean a bike rack. A biker cage. 
<laughs> Fuck. <Bike rank. laughs> I suck. Eh, whatever. Alright, so I'm going back and forth here. Oh, shit! Kevin Sullivan just out of nowhere hits the ref. What the fuck's your problem, Kevin Sullivan? Why are you hitting the ref? You were getting your ass kicked by fucking Jacob. Jacob Blue. Whoever the fuck he is. Chains. Skulls. Whatever the fuck. And then Sullivan just hits the referee in the gut. It made no sense. Match-wise, that just makes no sense at all. Like, the guy getting his ass kicked just goes up to the ref and punches him. <laughs> a ref usually takes a bump when you yeah. sling him into him and he gets knocked out. But in this case, Sullivan fucking injures the ref. And then he gets pinned by the new ref that comes in. This is fucking stupid. So the Bruce Brothers are walking off as the tag team champions. This is not the same match that we saw. This is <laughs> I was gonna say I don't remember this now. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking out of this world. This is worse than the last match. So now Taz and Kevin Sullivan are wagging at. I take back what I said about WWE. <laughs> They're wagging at the Bruce Brothers, Kevin. Sullivan continues on, but the public enemy makes their way out there. And the Bruce Brothers give chase. They consider themselves the new tag team champions here. What the fuck? Public enemy has the titles. Let's listen to them. Let's lay out. So the show ends with a shit show where Public Enemy, for some reason, thinks they're the champions, even though they weren't involved in the match. They caused a lot of fucking chaos, and there was a whole lot of chaos in that finish to the match. So that's that episode. Another weird ending to these episodes. Yeah, strange ending. So Taz and Sullivan should have kept their titles there, I think. Well, actually, they got pinned by the Bruise Brothers. The referee was distracted and gave the pinfall victory to the Bruise Brothers, so they technically won the titles. And then Public Enemy came down and acted like they won the title, so pretty much a shit show going on there. So hopefully this gets settled in the next episode that we're going to cover for March 8th of 1994. But before we get to that, we'll take a quick little break, and we'll be right back.
All right, and I hope you like Are You Gonna Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz. And we're back here for the next episode of ECW Hardcore TV. And we are covering episode 47 from March 8th, 1994. And JV, are you ready to get back into this? I'm ready to get right back into 1994. Fuck 2020. (laughs) Fuck 2020. Yeah, we need to go back 26 years. Get the fuck out of this quarantine shit. Get back into the gritty shit. And where we left off, we had a kind of a shit show with the fucking Bruce Brothers, Kevin Sullivan, Tasmaniac, and the tag team titles. So let's see what the fuck goes on here with this next episode. Again, that's episode 47 from March 8th, 1994. So if you're going to watch along with us, sync up WWE Network. This is a 29-minute and 11-second episode. So, a lot of shit apparently was cut out. <laughs> Basically, I would say 15, 16 minutes was cut out. If this is an hour-long show, they cut out a lot. And I don't have the original episode because that's something I usually would look into. I had all of 1993, but I don't have 94, so. No shit. Yeah. So, I don't know what's missing here, but fucking a lot. <laughs> it's fucking 15 minutes of shit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right, so anyway, we're going to get into it now. I'll give a countdown. Three down to one. When I say play, we all click play. Three, two, one, play. Here we are. Oh, shit's already right. going on. There we go. It's 911 Paul E. We got Mikey Whipwreck in the corner along with another fucking tiny ass dude. And that tiny ass dude is. Who is that? He's uh, Paul Loria. Which sounds like the guy that was the uh, father in Wonder Years. His last name was Loria. I know that. <laughs> but 911 is a big star now. He's like the ECW Diesel in 1993. Or 1994, rather. In 1994 in WWE or WWF, Diesel was this guy wearing the leather with the fucking little dreads, doing choke slams and power bombs. I know one might be the original Diesel. And he just, OG Diesel. He just pins their ass. One foot, boom. One, two, three. I don't think Paul Loria got covered here. But Mikey Whipwreck is taking the bumps here. He got covered. Yeah. I know one. Boom! Oak Slam. Still, Mikey Whipwreck, you said you were going to do our show. And never got back to us. <laughs> you flaked out on us. The fuck we wanted to. We yeah, wanted we you here during his your during your opening shows. <laughs> it's like he's probably thinking, "I'll wait until my good shows." <laughs> or he's like, "Fuck that show." <laughs> Although I haven't heard shit about his show in the past few weeks. Because his podcast pals are flaking out, too. 
They're so busy, they can't do a show anymore. So, I'll just say that. Oh, now you want one. More choke slams. He's looking like a beast. Paul Heyman always has a monster. Oh, this is the music I like. Right here. Oh, you're ahead of me then. Oh. What is oh, your time? Seconds. At? 39, right. 30, 40. Oh, shit, I'm way ahead of you. How's that happen? Ah, yeah, fuck. Tell, tell me when you're at 258. 258, shit, 10 seconds. <laughs> 258. Boom, right? All right, Jason. I Jason yet. Maddie, in the house. All right, we're good. All right. Hey, man. <laughs> Oh, that's weird. That's like the most off we've ever been. I don't even notice. Like, yeah, I that's weird. Said play. Uh, yeah, how the hell did that happen? X Files. <laughs> oh, Shane Douglas is gonna be on commentary with Joey Styles. That the roof was practically blown off this ECW arena. And if you missed live ECW action, our next major show in this area, Saturday afternoon, March 26th, it's a card you won't want to miss. We'll be bringing you more information regarding the 26th at Valley Forge later in this hour. March 26th is the next big show. I think it's called Ultimate Jeopardy. I think it might be available to us to do as a Supercard special, but... Ooh, nice. I'll have to look back into that. We're going to see the Bruise Brothers, but to cap things off for the ECW Tag Team Titles, the two most violent teams in wrestling, I'm talking about the Public Enemy and the ECW Tag Team Champions, Kevin Sullivan and the Tasmaniac, will collide right here on today's program as the franchise... We're doing audio on this? Let's go down the ringside. The bad yeah, I say so. Okay. Oh, we don't need to. It's too late. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got Durag Boys against the shitty nasty boys. <laughs> the Durag Boys. They wear Durags. Look at this shitty attire the Bad Breed has on. This is the, like the worst tag teams against each other. <laughs> Durag Boys against the shitty nasty boys. You had a name for them. JV, what's the name for the shitty nasty boys? Bad Breed, right? Oh, no, well, that's their real name. Um, nasty Breed? I forget. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> nasty Breed. Naughty Breed. Yeah, we don't remember all our jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't remember much anymore. <laughs> we just say it and that's it. We're doing this every two weeks and it's live and it's... Sometimes the way I, think it is. Stroke. I don't know. <laughs> it's just supposed to be a good get together with the BTT army. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Think we're actually good at our job? Come on. <laughs> we're just fucking around here. Nice hip toss, though, by the way. <laughs> we're just 
I can't believe he actually did a nice hip toss there to Tony Stetson. Tony Stetson should be the one working here because that's Hitman Tony Stetson. There's a reason that he has that name because he most is admirable to the Hitman Bret Hart. He wants to work like the Hitman, but he's fucking up against the fake Brian Nobbs right now. What the fuck is going on in this match? Nobody's doing shit. Just no, looking at each other. Are they, are, they are they in a runway or a wrestling ring? Yeah, it was like, no. You got, I just gave them more hype than anything by saying they're like the nasty boys in the yeah, they totally Foundation. Let you down. They look like shit. This is 1994. I'm not talking about 1991. Nasty boys versus Hot Foundation with a Nasty boys won the tag team titles off the Hot Foundation. Even that match sucked, but I'm giving them credit for looking like them. Just looking like them. <laughs> Johnny Hotbody can't even get his... He's outside the ring right now. He can't even get his head above the bottom turnbuckle. Shit, how small is that guy? Now they're arguing with each other. Look at those do-rags. Ball do rags right there. <laughs> that sucks. Look at his shitty. It's like he's got ace bandages for knee pads. You're talking about, yeah. Johnny. No, Stetson. Stetson. Yeah. The hitman. At least we got Shane Douglas. I know, but we can't hear him much. Can hear him enough. To drown out these sights. Yeah. Oh, we don't get him on the mic for the for the listeners here. You can hear him a little bit. But how good, jo how good is Joey Styles though? The past months that we've been covering this, dude, un incredible. Uh, why, why doesn't he have a job anymore? Does he just not want to do it? It's got to be it, right? It's got to be his decision. Yeah, it was his decision. He got pissed off with something and he left. Yeah, he was all fed up. Yeah, the politics sound very, very awful. That's for sure. Yeah. And it's so awesome that he's like, fuck it. Like, he's the kind of guy that's like, yeah, fuck it, I don't need it. Yeah, he probably made a lot of really good financial decisions, so he doesn't need it. That sucks for fans, though, because fans love it. And, you know, you know oh, I want Joey Styles. But it's like, yeah, it's his decision. It would be great if, yeah. it was, if he just showed up in AEW. Like, ah. But it's not his style, though, to have a partner. Unless he was with Taz. That would be cool. I think you but, might be onto something there, Prue. Well, from what I've heard, he's just, like, fed up with wrestling. And he doesn't like the whole internet of it where people are going to criticize and talk shit. He just doesn't want any part of it. That definitely doesn't make it as fun as it was in the 90s for these like traditionalists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Because he's going to do it and then people are going to shit on him. and It's kind of like the Mauro Ranallo effect. It's like, ah, oh, I think I'm doing a good job. And then I see that. You know, so... It might be yeah, sensitive. Yeah, sensitive. too much. Yeah, yep. That's the word, sensitive. 
that's a shame because they're they're fucking great. Joey Styles is awesome. Well, Ronaldo's fucking awesome. But the moment they get criticism, which is gonna happen, and it's easy to say, "Oh, fuck everybody," but not everybody can say "fuck everybody." Alright, so we got a fucking match going on here. It's a better match than I thought was going on. And Ian Ryan goes diving out of the ring to hit Johnny Ballspot, who we've, who we said before looks like a fucking munchkin Brutus Beefcake. <laughs> he actually looks like Brutus Beefcake. <laughs> Brutus Beefcake got a hold of his scissors and cut off his bald spot. Yeah. Little off the left, little off the right. <laughs> quarantine haircut. <laughs> hey, I got the quarantine haircut. I don't know if I said it on this show two weeks ago, but yeah, I fucking buzzed my hair. And I, I'm doing my best to buzz my hair. But I still feel like when I rub the back of my head, I feel like it's too long. So I still get that feeling like shit. I think I got a mullet growing the back of my head. <laughs> my hat comes through the side, like over my ears on the side of my hat. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I feel like, like you know, when you, like you see kids that just don't want to get haircuts yeah. and their parents are like, I want to cut his hair. Well, let me. That's what I feel like right now. <laughs> oh, man. What a world we're living in. I love it. I've been nice, nice power slam. Yeah, man. definitely a nice power slam by Johnny Hotbody. It's actually a good tag team match that's going on here. Yeah, I mean we were giving these guys shit, but yeah. they're actually putting on quite the uh, quite the match here. No, but going back a year ago, we did say that Johnny Hotbody and Tony Stetson were the best workers in early ECW. Yeah, well, Larry Winters, but. Well, Larry, right, Larry went to included in that, but yeah. these two guys included, I think. If he was included, why didn't you say his name? No, because he's not in this match. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> <laughs> but with these two guys, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. They're solid wrestlers. And, oh, no, this is like the fucking Steve Austin Owen Hot rollover in SummerSlam 97. The guy's like waiting there for the fucking rollover. That sucked. What a way to end the match. What? Like that that's the thing. You have a good match and then the finish always has to fuck things up. Come on. Alright, so the Rhines end up winning the match. Which is fine. And I'm glad in a way that the Rottens win a match like this because there was no brutality. Everyone thinks the Rottens win matches with bats and barbed wire. Oh, let's take a little. Oh, shit. Alright, so what we got going on here is Sandman. And there was none of this on the previous episode, but this was two episodes before. So we covered this two weeks back. And Sandman and Peaches are on the rocks right now. And she's being a little whore. Because Sandman pushed her to the side. So Being she, a little whore. <laughs> so, so, she, so, 
So now she's doing little videos where she's like sticking her tongue out and blowing kisses and just being an asshole because he accidentally whacked her when he was drunk, I guess. <laughs> so now she's like, I hate you forever. So I'm gonna fucking do this. Not that being drunk is an excuse to fucking slap your wife or whatever, but no, <laughs> you know, definitely not an excuse. <laughs> but, definitely. But in his storyline, it's just oh, he did that by accident. Everybody knows it was an accident because he was set up. But now she's heel because of that. But anyway. We got this new match, and it's all in black and white. Fucking in black and white. And a Sandman is not wearing surfer gear. He's wearing what is similar to what everybody knows as being Sandman gear. He's wearing yes. fucking pajamas. <laughs> he's dressed He's dressed like, you know how like uh, when you watch news, it's like Florida man. He's dressed like Florida man. Yeah, he is Florida man. And this match is over. I don't even know who the fuck's in this match. But it's cool because it's just music playing. And it's in black and white. It's just a new look. It's a new style for the Sandman. And Peaches is running in. Who the fuck is he up against? I gotta look. I had to. I have notes on this. Who the fuck did he fight? Shit. I don't even know. I didn't get notes on it. You fuck somebody up. Probably Chad Austin. <laughs> Chad, Chad Austin, <laughs> Austin sounds like a frat boy. <laughs> Tommy Cairo comes in the ring to tell him to stop. Sandman's going to fuck up Tom Tommy Cairo right here. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sandman is heel. Sandman is heel. <laughs> now, this is good shit. Not bad. I don't. The music in the background's killing it. Yeah, I don't know what the fucking music is. It's probably really good shit. But just this storyline that now he's a heel. Fuck my wife. And I like that it was all in black and white, like it was something different. That was pretty cool. But keep in mind, and I don't know if you know, JV, is that. His wife becomes a long part of a story going on into the future of ECW when he has to deal with Raven. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, so she's involved in the Raven angle that he has where Raven's going to basically turn his children against <laughs> Sandman. So his wife is a fixture for a while. See, see this guy here on the side of the dude in the straw hat, front row, with yeah. the blue shirt on. He looks like Bernie Como. Straw hat guy? Not straw hat guy. No, the guy on the side of straw, straw hat guy. Alright, I don't see it there. Nice Phillies jersey in the crowd there. Pinstripes. Bruce Brothers are fucking... Look like they're in the movie Airheads. <laughs> Airheads. That's a great movie. I love that movie. Indeed it is. We got an onslaught here. 
Man, they fucking kicked the shit out of Hack Mize and Bob Starr. That was nothing match. And these matches that we're currently watching, they're all from the March 5th show. So this was just taped from the March 5th show, and it's airing three days later on March 8th. And this was a big show. Just wasn't one of the tape shows that they sold. Oh shit, look how little that dude is that just got crushed. What's crazy, those Bruce brothers would be at WrestleMania the next month. At WrestleMania 11. Against fucking British Bulldog, David Boy Smith. Davey Smith, right here. Yeah, Allied Powers. That's what it was. Allied Powers. Great name. A month later. Of course, a ripoff. A historical ripoff. Alright, so here's a big match. This is from the March 5th, 1994 show. ECW Tag Team Championship match. Kevin Sullivan and Tasmaniac against Public Enemy. JV, based on what we've been watching, who do you want to win? Who do you think should win? Who should win this match, JV? Um, well, this could be hindsight booking, but Public Enemy, because they're more of the, we consider them an actual tag team. Right, that's what we think. Right. But I don't know, if I was watching this real time, I'd probably say Kevin Sullivan and Taz, because they're actually, we know they don't stick long term, but they're actually the more interesting tag team yeah. for me. Right, they're a solid. They're a tough tag yeah, team. We've, we've heard Kevin Sullivan on the mic leading up to this point, like he was good. So, but I would say at this point, Public Enemy's got a lot of airtime. They got a lot of promos. They've caused a lot of damage. They've injured other tag teams. They got arrested. I guess yeah, you, you make know? a valid point there. Yeah. So they're like the hot team that's fucking with everybody. <laughs> Kevin Sullivan with the tack hammer. I love a tack hammer. Oh yeah, that's great. But what we got going on in this match right now is a fucking brutal show. And finally got two guys in the ring and out of the ring. Because <laughs> Kevin Sullivan just takes Johnny Grunge and tosses him out. And Rocco decides to get in the ring. And Taz and Kevin Sullivan give him a double clothesline. And he gets beat on by Taz and Sullivan at this point. Johnny Grunge, glutton for punishment, climbs back into the ring. Oh, and the fucking Bruce Brothers show up. Oh, come on. We're going to get a good match. Now these fuckheads have to show up. Oh. Oh, the bells are going to ring now. So this is the one thing I don't like. What? And new. Oh, wow. Public Enemy just won the tag team titles. Are you kidding me? Oh, is this a... What the fuck? 
and like it or not, Flyboy Rocco Rock and Johnny Grunge, the public enemy. That's kind of a shit show. Alright, so public enemy runs away with the titles because apparently Oh but we get to see woman. We have the squalification causes No 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 comment of woman there, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, so Alright, we got a replay here. Show show woman again. Alright, okay. Alright, can you so, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Huh. Alright. All right, so what basically happened there is that the referee didn't care about the Bruce Brothers running in. One of the Bruce Brothers kicked one guy. He kicked he kicked uh, one of the public enemy guys over Sullivan and get the three count. So public enemy got the win, got the titles. And now public enemy is running out of the arena. But you're right, JV. Woman came out to try to calm down Taz and Sab, uh, Taz and Sullivan, because they're about to go blows. All right, let's take a listen to what Sullivan has to say. I've told you that before. You know, sometimes what? How was I said that? You see, it's real clear. The lines have been drawn now in the dirt. They're all coming. Kevin, I believe I found the perfect asset to accompany us. You see. Right now, I feel like the president. Everybody <laughs> thinks they have their own way in Philadelphia. Public enemy, the Bruce Brothers, they think they're gonna do destruction? Take a look. I'm the president, and I have the red phone. Nuclear warfare, total destruction, end of civilization as we know it. Look at it. Nice addition here. Yes. What's your timestamp? I'm curious. Because uh, my shit. Four oh four oh five oh six. Okay, we're good. We're good. All right. So there's Kevin Sullivan introducing Crash, the Terminator, who's not new. We've seen him before. He was previously on an episode in the past. Well, he's being reintroduced here as a big star, and he's fucking towering over Sullivan and Taz and Woman's there. So here we got Crash coming in, coming in to ECW. And at this point, we're looking at a fucking shit show of a video package with JV's favorite guy, Jason. <laughs> and we're going to get our second main event. going to be the Pitbull against Hawk. Well, of the Road Warriors. And of course, Pitbulls with Jason. Two hundred and sixty five pounds. What a beast. Oh, yeah. yeah, but how about that? Public Enemy wins the tag team titles. Fucking sneakily. That was fucking weird. Man, I can't just go on to this match without talking about that. That was fucking strange. I don't know. It didn't really. 
It was out of nowhere, though. Yeah, but... I mean... I that's ECW. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what they do. Yeah. yeah. At least we got a one-on-one match here. Maybe this can calm things down. <laughs> well, here we go. We got fucking Hawk out of nowhere now in 1994. <laughs> well, hey, I'm in area. I need a hundred bucks to pay my hotel. Paul, <laughs> you got anything for me? <laughs> well, well, do ya? I can't talk with that. It hurts my throat. <laughs> if I, I could do Hawk, but maybe for like six seconds. <laughs> hey, you got fucking good voices. How long can you do it for? Hawk? Yeah. What do you want me to say? I don't know. I'll do this whole match. As long as you can. Oh, fuck. I can't do all that. <laughs> all right, then. We know you're <laughs> People get annoyed and shut me off. <laughs> all right. Well, you fucking challenge me. Shit, I gotta... Big right hand. Oh, of course I'm gonna say well. <laughs> yeah, what else can you say? Look. <laughs> oh, this is a good match, though. It's, so yeah, far. it's not bad. Next to it. Well, I'm gonna go up to the top rope and I'm double axel ya, close line, and I'm gonna go to the grind. One, two, three. <laughs> After well, it's all yeah, it's all shit. <laughs> <laughs> A plus on the well. Oh, there's your boy Jason in his Joker fucking suit. That's his problem too. After well, it's a fucking. That's a Derek Coleman jersey in the crowd. <laughs> I probably fucking cursed everybody's ears when I said, well. All right, here comes the public enemy uh, running on in. Well, that's cool. So that's a good tie-in. They just won the titles in a shitty way. And this, oh, fuck. And Taz and Kevin Sullivan are here. Some clubs. And it's a fucking shit show. But we actually have an angle here. A tag team angle. And that's what we had going on two weeks ago. Is that this brawl? This brawl was going on. What the fuck is Shane Douglas doing out here? Shane Douglas is out here going after Taz and Sullivan. Is he fucking nuts? This is ridiculous. Harry Funk's out there now. All right, so shit just going wooden, down. Wooden ladder from the Three Stooges set. Yeah. kind of weird. What do you yeah. think? What's that? This is kind of weird. No, it is weird. Because none of these other guys had anything going on with this storyline. Like, I, I can understand the whole tag team situation. Because they were all involved. But well, for Shane Douglas and Terry Funk to come, on, come out of there and start getting involved in this match, I mean, no sense. So these two episodes that we covered, these two episodes that we covered, plus the previous episode from two weeks ago, that all worked because it was all about the tag teams. It was all about Public yes. Enemy, the Bruise Brothers, Taz, and Kevin Sullivan. That was all good. That's the story that they were telling. And then just for fucking no reason. Shane Douglas. Terry Funk. 
the champions, the guys that are fighting for the championship are involved in this nothing. That made no sense. Yeah, this is kind of shit. Yeah. So that's where we leave off here. And next week we'll be, or next time we're with you guys, we'll be heading into February 11th and the 15th. Nah. What do you mean, nah? I'm not going into February from March. No, March, I mean. We're in March. Yeah, March. We're going to, we're going to April. No, it's still March. Oh, then why the, why the fuck did you say February? I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you were confusing me. I didn't know. If, did I miss something in the agenda? Like, I know if we were going back and, like, watching something else. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that shit out if you want. No, fuck it. I meant we're going to um, <laughs> March. Next two episodes in March. Yeah. One a couple days closer to St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Episodes February. Uh, February. Fuck. <laughs> You're fucking, fucking me up. You sound like Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby without the fucking sexual assault. Yeah, so. Hardcore TV episodes 48 and 49, and that'll be March of 1994. So that's where we're going from there, and we'll be, we'll be building to another supercard, which is going to be the ultimate Jeopardy supercard from March 26th of 1994. So that should be coming up in the two weeks prior to that. So. That's what we got looking forward to. The Extreme ECW live cast. And just remember, JV and I do the Bottom Line Wrestling cast every week. We dropped it on Wednesday mornings. And we are currently in late 2000, heading into 2001. So we're getting close to the end of the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So jump on in now. Go back in the archives and check out what we've done past two years and if you want to follow us on social media you can find me mike crew at mpru83 and jv at john van damage follow our show at bottom line cast and follow this show the extreme ecw live cast at extreme cast jv anything left to say nothing nothing left to say till next time we'll see you in uh two weeks from March episodes, not February. Yes, not February. We are going into March. We're already in March. We're going to finish March. We'll see you in then. <laughs> so long. Yeah.